0: They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. how are the vibes just not absolutely immaculate after you start a show by watching that well i, don't know. I mean you watch that a normal human being doesn't just go yeah I'm still so still little so a little down in the dumps no, <laughs> you watch that and you're like, hell yeah, what do these folks got to say? Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, you might be wondering, I just listened to like a bunch of sounds and stuff that didn't help me. Well, make sure you go to YouTube, Durf and Dylan YouTube channel where you can watch the intro and I'll upload it here and make it like the trailer for us as well. So you could be the first thing you see. It's going to be mm-hmm. amazing. It's going to be so sexy. And just in case you just stumbled upon here and you're wondering what on God's green earth is happening, you have stumbled upon the sixth episode of Fans of the Weast, brought to you by your hosts, Turf and Dylan. Oh my God, that was like seamless. That was seamless. It's, we're 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 there. We did it. We did it. We did it. have six episodes in. We nailed it. All it's right. Now perfect. we're done. All yep. right. See you later. That's that was our whole goal. Like, can we, we get we the intros right? We got the intros right. Have a nice day, everyone. Enjoy the rest <laughs> of the season.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, Durf and Dylan is our social media handles at Durf and Dylan. Twitter, TikTok, YouTube are the main three that you're probably going to want to pay attention to a little bit. Fans of the Weast is the podcast. You can find that on any podcasting platform that you so desire. Um, Yeah. Do we have an unofficial sponsor for this episode?
1: Um, Let's go with how about bad cards for good golfers.
0: We still have not done that.
1: But at least I remember the tool last time. So yes, progress.
0: That is what we like to call progress. Bad cards for good golfers. Basically, you draw a card and you either get punished with something that you got to do for a hole or something Mm -hmm. like that. You get to, like, mess with other people on some cards. Oh, yeah. So instead of keeping score, just go out, have a couple of drinks, and uh, just do some crazy stupid stuff. Every once in a while, you got to get away from the seriousness of golf and just kind of have some fun. Oh, yeah uh well hopefully we can do that soon before the end the end of the season is approaching if not already kind of (laughs) here
1: right yeah the weather changed and those courses aren't drying out any faster
0: no it's it's been raining non-stop Mm -hmm. Uh, i want to get out again but boy oh boy it is it's looking hard to do so Um, right so there's your unofficial sponsor for this episode to get into some football um it was a rough week it was tough
1: Mm-hmm.
0: the Bills in the 1 o'clock slot lost to the Dolphins. We'll get, to, we'll get, we'll get the full <laughs> breakdown here in a second. And then we go to the 4 o'clock right. slot, and the Seahawks cannot beat the team that I said was the worst in the league, the Atlanta Falcons. So that says a lot about where the Seahawks are as a football team right now. Mm-hmm. And then just to kind of top it all off, uh, the Mariners blew a nine-run lead. 11-2 uh, to two they were up, and they lost 13-12. to 12. So, Ouch. That wasn't great. But Syracuse is 4-0. Uh, I'm a Syracuse fan. I don't know where Penn State's at. I know that's Penn your school.
1: Penn State is also 4-0. Oh,
0: well, son of a gun. We couple of 4-0 squads up in here. Yeah. And then uh, what other sports? Oh, the Kraken won their first preseason game against nice. the Oilers, 3-0, so that's fun.
1: Uh, yep.
0: Do you know what the Sabres did?
1: Don't know. Don't care.
0: Fair enough. That's fair. I like <laughs> it. So, I mean, it was a little, it was mostly bad, but, you know, I got rebounded a little bit with some cues and, you know, Kraken. There you so, go. You know, I'm, I'm not completely, and I'm 3-0 in both of my fantasy football leagues, so. Nice. Derf. would you like to tell the people what your fantasy football record is?
1: Uh, I'm winless. God damn. I am a whopping 0-3. It sucks. It's not, just not good this year. Like, I had, I left like fifty points on my bench. Mm-mm. I just wasn't. I just i just wasn't in it this weekend and was not good. It's not. So, we're gonna to try again it. next weekend.
0: I got my first trade offer in our league um, that oh, yeah? I'm mulling over. So really quickly, then we'll get into the Bills game. Really quickly, what do you think about this trade? Okay. He wants Brees Hall. Which Brees Hall, rookie running back for the Jets, is sitting on my bench. Yeah. Because I have Josh Jacobs, Nick Chubb, and somebody else, Antonio Gibson, I think. So I have okay. three solid right there. And but I also have like a lot of good wide receivers. All right. Like I had Devonta Smith on my bench last week. Oh, and wow. he wants to trade me either Juju Smith Schuster or Michael Thomas. I, I mean, I have like a surplus of both, so if I take a wide receiver, I don't know when I'm gonna fit him in.
1: Right. But like Michael, like, like they mean, both have
0: their positives and their negatives. But
1: Breast which one high. has a better bye week for you?
0: I did not look at bye weeks.
1: Cause that's what, I would look at that, and then if it works, if Michael, I think if Michael Thomas were not actually no, I would say take Juju. Cause he's on the Chiefs.
0: Juju just hasn't popped off yet, and it might be a chemistry thing. I'm not sure. But Michael Thomas has already had, like, one game. He had two touchdowns already. I mean, he's had a pretty good start to the season, but he's already hurt. And that's my main fear about Michael Thomas. I'm not worried about Michael Thomas putting up points. I'm worried about his injuries.
1: Right, which is what kind of about the last two years.
0: Yeah. And then Juju, he can put up points, but so far he really hasn't done it, which is concerning. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't really know what to do. I'm kind of stuck. I told him to let me sleep on it and we'll we'll figure it out. I'm pretty sure I'm okay with giving up Brees Hall. I just need to get yeah. a good return and I don't know which way to go. So we'll we'll have to figure it out. Figure it out. All right, that's enough of that nonsense. It's time to talk about some Weast football teams fans of the least you might say <laughs> as both teams went 0 and 2 the bills lost an absolute heartbreaker like it almost it had almost the same feeling as much as you can get from a week 3 game as like right. losing that chiefs divisional game last that last year in the playoffs cuz it was such a good yeah. game and to lose it in that fashion just kind of oh so
1: where are we at with the bills well the bills literally I would say they they just, they, they lost it on themselves. Like they, they, this game should have been a Bills win. Um, But the elements I think absolutely played a huge factor in this game. And it's literally the way that Miami stadium is designed. Um, You know, it's 97, 99 degrees in the sun. And then you're sitting there baking, which the temperature that you see on your phone is what's in the shade, not the sun. So I probably felt like 110. Let's put some pads on that and go there, like that's. They like they the bills had the ball twice as long as the dolphins for the 40 bills,
0: minutes. They yeah. had the football 40 minutes. Right, that's insanity. Ninety plays. Is that an NFL? I I feel like if it was an NFL record, someone would have said it was. But I, it's gotta be close.
1: It's yeah, it's gotta be something. I'm um, gonna Google it. But. Like the Bills literally just like they ran out of gas. They their 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 players' bodies were literally breaking down because they were just exhausted from the heat. Um, there were multiple players that went out for heat illness. Uh, Stefan Diggs is laying on the ground on the sideline after like, every other play because he's cramping so bad. Um, which I was a little surprised they struggled so bad with hydration. And that, like, you no, know, that was the whole plan they started when they, you know, after the Monday night game last week and and then, you know, get ready for Sunday. So I guess it was a little bit of a shorter week. um. But really it was – the Dolphins just being slightly opp- opportunistic, mm-hmm. like the Bills stopped them and a third and got to a third and long. And then there go the Dolphins with a 30 yard pass. Like it was one of those things where like the bills were just doing everything they could. And then the one time when the secondary showed its age, they, they, you know, they go over for the, for the killing touchdown. Um, well, the butt punt, the butt that was, punt that was fun.
0: just magical.
1: <laughs> I think it actually hurt the Bills.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, this was the the this was a loss for the Bills that I think was shocking. But the Bills could have lost the week one or week two, you know, and still be two and one. So I'm excited for this for this rematch and it's ends in in uh, in December which is gonna, right now is, it could be a flux game. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's that weekend where, you know, they don't know if it's Saturday or Sunday. I can see this going into primetime because it's a division game, and uh, that'd be fun in Buffalo.
0: A December sure. primetime game in Buffalo against the team that beat you back in week three in their own elements
1: mm-hmm. coming up
0: to December in Buffalo. Yeah, buddy. It's gonna be there. Uh, it's gonna be more elements, I'm sure, just not oh, the yeah. ones that the dolphins are usually used <laughs> to.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I I thought the bills, you know, as young as the secondary was and as young as the defense was, they they didn't get pressure on Tua as often. Um, which that's a whole other thing with Tua, the whole out and back in nonsense. That's, um, but they really did a good job at you know. Slowing down or limiting Jalen Waddle and Tyree Kill. Like the passing yards for those two weren't as explosive as they you know, I think the Dolphins saw the previous the previous week. Like giving up for those young secondary players, like they did a pretty good job for what it was.
0: Uh I just I, I just want to pull it up real quick because Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna tell me because not only this this is this is in fact, mm-hmm. um, under investigation by the NFL. But they came out right. and said that this was a back injury,
1: which I find ridiculous because you saw his head whip against the ground,
0: right? I, yeah, I like man,
1: Milano barely pushed him,
0: right? And they still call a flag on that too. It was just a baby push too, so that's right. a problem in itself. Yeah, but I mean, I I le- my wife did not watch the game, and I showed her this video, and I said. He got pushed and hit his head against the ground. What injury do you think this is? She said Mm -hmm. it's obviously a head injury and it's a concussion. But the NFL, the Dolphins, stated it was his back locked up. Go ahead and tell me if this looks like a man whose back got locked up. Oh, a little stumble there. A little shake of the head. Yeah. Oh, a little. Oh, oh. Oh. God, I don't know where I am. Oh, let me grab my head and my face mask there. And I, oh, thank God he caught me because I was about to fall over again. <laughs> His head's drooping. He doesn't know where he is. You're gonna, right. you're gonna lie to me, and you're gonna say that's a back injury. I, I hope the NFL, they, there's no hiding it. They right. skipped some kind of p- protocol. And they're mm-hmm. probably gonna get lit up for this. I don't know if like anyone's gonna be suspended right. or something, but I mean they're gonna get fined and maybe draft picks. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I didn't see I didn't see the part where I didn't see the next series or whatever, like with Teddy Bridgewater in there. But it sounded like from people that I talked to that like Teddy Bridgewater didn't wanna be in there. He was like like he walked in and he was like, I'm just here to click the paycheck, like hmm. yeah, two will be back in a minute, like that just seems
0: odd. It definitely feels like they forced him almost for. i I'm sure Tua wanted to come back, and that's what NFL players do. They always oh, want to sure. play. But I'm sure they let him because, man, this is the Bills. This is a big game. We can't mm-hmm. have Teddy Bridgewater in there mess this up for us. So they did what they had to do and got, you know, here's some smelling salts, bud. Let's get back in right.
1: there. He's, he's hoping he's not the – I'm not talking too much, but he's hoping to play this Thursday.
0: Yeah, that seems. I guess the
1: Bengals like that shouldn't be allowed at all.
0: I mean, usually, if you have a concussion on Sunday and you have a Thursday game, that person's usually out. Like no matter Mm -hmm. what, because there's that time you need that time period. It's like what three days minimum or something. At least, yeah. You can't you can't play on Thursday if you do that. So,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, I just wanted to throw it out the, the the record is 110 plays and that oh. was by the washington football team back in 1990 against the lions
1: hmm.
0: just so you know a little fun bit of information there
1: that is fun yeah. um but yeah so you know i you know i keep looking to see this bill's offensive game plan be more balanced and it wasn't it was again
0: terribly unbalanced
1: but that is the Bills, though, apparently. Now, like, I think I'm just kind of okay with it. Like, I think Zach Moss had some beautiful runs for some. Explain
0: this to me. All right. I was on during this game, I'm on Twitter, obviously, like pretty hmm. much the whole time, live tweeting and whatnot. People right. hate Zach Moss. They're like, if, well, oh, there's Zach Moss. <laughs> so, you know, if he touches the ball, it's just going to be a bad play. No doubt. Like, every time he touches the ball, so. I watched Zach Moss make a, a bunch of amazing plays. What are they talking about?
1: Yeah. I mean, there was, I think there was some times, excuse me, where uh, he kind of like didn't push through the tackle or break the, try to break the tackle. Like he, he was kind of one of those, excuse me, uh, running backs where he kind of, when, as soon as he get made contact, like he was already going down. And I think that was something we saw in the, Man, the Rams game. Um, I'm a hot mess over here, just so you know. <laughs>
0: you gotta give yourself a little,
1: a little <laughs> bit. I don't know. My body is so achy right now; it's ridiculous. Good old booster shot. Um, oh, oh, yeah. So I'm, Ooh. I'm pushing through that right now. Not too bad. Um, but yeah, like Zach Moss had had, had I think, had a couple of good runs against the Dolphins. Singletary had, I think, had more effectiveness in the passing game, which was expected mm-hmm. as, as the kind of running back he's been for a long time. He's really kind of turned on that the more physical running game um, late last year, and then James Cook is just like just the burner. It seemed like like he had a couple of late end arounds, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it still. 63 passing plays compared to a whopping 17 run plays like it's just not good like i think literally josh allen i think literally got tired at the end yeah. of the game from the ball which i think like you never see him do and that's
0: why that fourth down touchdown pass came up short i like a honey right. didn't set his feet he just kind of was just yeah. like oh please make it and it didn't make it right i mean if, if it was only like 40 pass plays that was his 40th pass it probably gets there but, yeah, right. I mean, this dude was just tired. I mean, and not even just the pass plays. I mean, he's taking off and running, too, constantly. I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: he had to – I mean, there's that video at the end of the game where it's him and, you know, the quarterbacks will go up and, like, shake hands or whatever. He just, like, was leaning onto a The dude was – Oh, yeah, I'm
1: sure dead. he was exhausted, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walk up the job, I'm going to take a nap here. Yeah, it's just <laughs> hold on,
0: buddy. Hold me. Don't drop me.
1: <laughs> um yeah so it was uh that was a thriller and look out ravens
0: yeah the ravens are gonna get caught in some crossfire here because they are oh yeah they're mad if they if they can just you know let's get as healthy here as possible because that's an issue the bills have right now like right injuries they did all lose more the they did lose
1: more players um let's see tommy benford Dill went, down, went with, down with
0: the hand injury
1: he's out a few weeks you know that's that that's terrible for a rookie corner who was starting this year. Like that's rough. Um hopefully Jordan Poyer can come back. Um obviously before the game we put him like a high on IR so the end of the season. I didn't think his neck injury was that bad, but you know, it's different from what you see than what actually it is. So right. um you know hopefully you can, you know, get that neck all good and ready to go for next year so. Cause that you know him and Poyer were like the, the they're the top safety duo in the in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like it just is what it is. Um, but I like Jaquan Johnson and uh, Demar Hamlin back there. They did a, a really good job for the what they were put in. You know against the Dolphins. Uh, Keitir Elam has really proven his first round worthiness. Like when Trey White comes back after next week, hopefully, um, that's going to be fun. I mean, you know hopefully Trey White can get up to speed and you know be ready to go for week 5 hopefully week 6 um, but yeah i mean injuries are terrible right now yeah. like yeah so they, i think the uh, i think the bills had Xavier Rhodes um in for uh, for a workout today which I hopefully hope they the secondary a little bit
0: Nice little veteran Um, presence there, I guess. Right.
1: (laughs) Uh, And I know the Bills just signed uh, another offensive lineman today, um, something Murray. He was from Arizona, Mm. which when Kyler Murray runs around for 24 seconds, you got to be able to block for at least a little bit. So that should at least help us, I think, with with the uh, offensive lineman um, shortage that we have right now. Because, like, even Mitch Moore's, was out for the game i didn't realize he was inactive they had the second string in there who then had to go out and they had the third string center in there like the ball was barely getting to josh's knees um you know obviously some fumble issues there with some exchanges but you know it's next man up Mm -hmm. and they came up short unfortunately so uh tough loss looking forward to looking forward to next week gonna be a hopefully it's a fun one
0: yeah, I mean the Ravens have been explosive, so I mean, it'll give that secondary right. another uh, another chance to prove itself once again. I mean they've had a busy yep. f- first four weeks now. Yep. So because uh, Lamar's been passing great, I mean, deep balls and everything, he's been outstanding. He's looking for that paycheck, baby. Um, the the so the Seahawks in the next slot of games. They lose to the Falcons, What whether they lose 27-24, something like that. I don't remember. I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, 27-23, I think.
1: Something
0: like that. that sounds more right. Um, you know, the offense has played well, and this is its a little bit what I expected because it's what I kept saying, you know, in the preseason and everything. I was, you know, the offense has the pieces still. Like, the literal only change was Geno Smith at quarterback. And then we added two great rookie offensive linemen. Abe Lucas hasn't even allowed a sack yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Charles Cross, he's had a lot of tough matchups through these first three weeks. You know, he had Bradley Chubb in week one and then Nick Bosa in week two. So he's given up, a f- right. like, I think, two or three sacks. But I mean, he's played some incredible That's talent.
1: Pretty good for a rookie.
0: Uh, the interior offensive line is still an issue, big issue. Uh, like between, mm-hmm. even between penalties and pass rust and everything, they've been pretty, pretty awful. But uh, overall, the offense has not been a problem. DK Tyler Lockett, love it all, and they showed it on Sunday. Up until that last drive, they were doing great. Um, but the issue is obviously this defense. Holy, this is this is got this is the worst defense Pete Carroll's put out there in his tenure. And we we had some bad defenses even with the Russell Wilson era. Still, like after the Legion of Boom, there were some pretty bad defensive play. This is awful. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is some of the most disgusting defensive football I've watched in my career of watching football. They cannot tackle for shit. <laughs> they cannot tackle somebody. They are scared to wrap up.
1: Mm-hmm. Even
0: if they do wrap up and get in front of the person, they're just getting trucked. Like, it, like Cordell Patterson like just took Josh Jones, who Josh Jones, who is our safety right now, replacing Jamal Adams, should not be an NFL starter. If the ball goes his way, it's a big play. Every time. I don't know how he's starting. It's crazy. But Cordell Patterson just trucked him. He, like, lined up for the tackle and then just got ran over for, like, an additional five yards. It was embarrassing. This team, especially in the secondary, is awful. Um, Pass rush hasn't been there. Daryl Taylor, who last year was, like, a stud, has just disappeared off the face of the planet of the earth. He's just nowhere to be found. Uh, And then the rookies, you know, Boye Mafé, uh, he's nowhere to be found right now. He hasn't gotten enough snaps yet. Pete Carroll said that's probably going to be changing. The only person who gives a damn on this defense is Al Woods and Tariq Woolen. Those are the only two people who want to win football games on this defense, apparently. Everyone else, if we cut nine players on our defense, that's fine. If Tariq and Al stay, just get rid of everyone else because they don't want to win football games. I mean, people are people will probably think of other Seahawks fans like what about Quandre Diggs? This dude's dropped like three interceptions. He led safeties and in interceptions last year. He's dropped three this year, easy ones. Every single game he's had an opportunity to catch an interception, he drops it. People say Jamal Adams is the one with bricks for hands this year. Apparently Jamal <laughs> rubbed off on Quandre because he is he's just as bad. So uh, we got some major problems on the defensive side of the ball. Drake London, you know, Kyle Pitts finally had his first big game of the season, which everyone expected because Seahawks secondary could not match up with either him or Drake London, you know, which right. is one of the points I said, you know, I want Tariq Woolen to, you know, continue to prove himself, which he did in this game. He had another good game, no penalties, only a couple of passes thrown his way. Uh, but it was whenever Drake London or Kyle Pitts was on somebody else, Josh Jones, you know, it was a big play right. every time. It, Michael Jackson, you know, all of them, they were all awful. Um, I'm just going through like my points from last week. You know, I want Pete to open up the playbook for Geno. They did. There's a lot of big plays, a couple mm-hmm. of fun plays. The running game was pretty good. Overall, I don't have pro- I didn't have problems with what I saw from the offense. I really don't, um, except for the interior offensive line, which I already mentioned. So I'm getting what I want. It sucks to watch the Seahawks <laughs> lose football games, but you know, it sucks to watch it in the moment, and then the final score hits and they lost, and it's like. Okay, it sucked, but one step closer to chase or for uh, Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, right. any any of them. And I don't care yep. at this point. Just give me any young quarterback, <laughs> and then fire Pete Carroll, fire John Schneider, get a whole new regime in here. I want what the Eagles did. I want what the Bills did with Josh Allen. You just you draft your right. young guy, you bring in a whole new regime, and you just start from the bottom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Eagles did it. Bills did it, Dolphins did it. It's it's time for the Seahawks to do it. Yeah, that's what I'm definitely. looking for. So, uh, my bet didn't hit under 42. That's what I said. I said under 42. You know, but I remember saying I could easily see the score going over though because it's just two bad teams just teeing off on each other. Right, and that's what <laughs> happened. So yeah, the bet yep. did not hit. What was yours? Yeah. Uh, Bills minus Mine five and a half not. and over 53 and a half. Yeah, neither of those hit. No. That's unfortunate. We had a good week one, but I think the last two weeks we've been pretty bad.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm not gonna pull up. Uh, I'm not gonna pull up the other week because I don't remember. Um. Okay. So let's move on to next week's games. As long as we don't got nothing to bring up for last week's games, let make sure it was clear. let's clear the, oh, let's clear the um, room first.
1: So there is one thing that I need to say. Okay, I'm excited. So I can keep my job. Okay. Oh my god. For our for our fanboy,
0: does he even <laughs> listen?
1: Uh, apparently, because he keeps asking me about this Howard being like a speci- a specified podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he does listen to, to support so like oh, we that. appreciate that. Um, yeah. So, what he wanted me to bring up, yep, was how Jimmy Garoppolo, that happy to trash, um, said he was out of rhythm against what team they play the Broncos this week
0: um, uh yeah the Broncos which was, was on Monday night which,
1: which was why he played so bad which I replied to him saying but that's what you get paid millions of dollars to do so how were you out of rhythm I don't know
0: but, I, I mean it's not like it was his first game back right because he played like most of the game last week against the Seahawks yeah. Seems like excuses, know. yeah.
1: He's pretty good, apparently. So,
0: you know, and I kind of, you know, he had I a was... great
1: safety, though.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky, rejoice! <laughs> 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 I was just watching uh-huh. the game cast, I wasn't watching uh-huh. the actual game, and I saw that there was a safety, and I was just like, oh, okay, so Jimmy G got you know sacked in the end zone, okay, because that's all it says, uh, right? And then, like. Five seconds after I saw that, I got a tweet. Uh-huh. I saw, I saw like three tweets that just said, Dan Orlovsky's freedom, you know, like all this stuff about Dan Orlovsky. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh my God, he didn't. So I go and find the clip, which was obviously posted in like three <laughs> seconds on Twitter. I, I went and watched it. I was like, right, yeah, oh my God. And like, now this is the, this is the poll question that I'll probably put with this episode. Which one was worse now? Which one was worse, Jimmy G? Because he stepped out, but on the same play, also threw a pick six, which didn't count, but still threw a pick six. Or is it Dan Orlovsky's? <laughs> because Dan Orlovsky literally just like ran out the back of the end zone and had no idea. He just like kept running. He was completely oblivious to the fact he was running out of bounds. <laughs> right. So which one was worse, in your opinion?
1: Yeah. I think Jimmy G is worse.
0: I, I kind of feel like I – I don't know. Like the pick six really adds to it.
1: I mean, it right. Like
0: the the, the big th- problem for me is like – it's I don't know if it's entirely Jimmy's fault. It is Jimmy's fault. You have to have awareness. But the play call.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How is the play call when you're on your own like right. one-yard line? A seven-step drop mm-hmm. back play action deep ball. How is that your play call, Kyle right. Shanahan? I'm calling him out for that. Mm-hmm. It's still Jimmy's fault. He still did it. Yeah. Well, how do you draw that play up from your <laughs> right. one? So I mean, that's that's you know. So I I I think Dan's is worse because I, I think people are sleeping on it. It's okay. recency bias because Dan Orlovsky literally okay, ran yeah. out the back of the end zone. And had no idea. He just kept running. The defensive player is like, right. "Oh, he's out, he's out, he's out." He's like, "He's just like safety." And Dan's just keeps running. He's like, "What's everyone talking about?" Like, he just keeps going. <laughs> he's just all the way down the all the way down the end zone. <laughs> just has no idea he's out of bounds. That that's where I lean. Jimmy's is funny, especially the pick yeah. six part of it. So, uh, so there you go, Dan. We talked about your Niners. I'm sorry. I thought Jimmy G was going to be the answer. Apparently, neither of them are the answer. because He's the
1: answer to a new quarterback in the draft. Uh, that's going oh.
0: to be a good question. I don't want to get too deep into this, but do the 49ers just wait for Trey Lance to get healthy and just go another season? Or do they draft again?
1: I don't
0: know. That's going to be an interesting conversation come the off season, seeing how the rest of the season plays out. Right. Because, like, do you want to go in with a guy that just had major surgery? He only lasted two games. Oh, that's going to be a fun conversation come the offseason. Um, I'm sure we'll have Dan mm-hmm. on to talk about that at some point. Oh, so, sure. Uh, so moving on to uh, week four, right? Already?
1: Yeah. Week Old four friends. already
0: week four. Um, What do you want to do? You want to talk about the Bills first? I mean, we did Bills Seahawks, so let's do Bills sure. Seahawks. That kind of makes sense, right?
1: Alright. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Bills are at the Ravens this weekend. Um, little thing to watch besides football this weekend for this game is uh some weather. Told to be pretty rainy this weekend. Uh, some remnants from Hurricane Ian, mm-hmm. which is actually messing up the Tampa Bay Buccaneers practice, you know, schedule and possibly pushing that game to Minneapolis. I think might be playing at uh, the the Vikings Stadium this weekend, uh, depending on what happens with the with the hurricane. Um, but yeah, so Bills are at, at the Ravens. Um, Bills are looking for uh, a little redemption here to get back on the winning side. Uh, so three things that I'm looking to watch here uh, is. First and, first and foremost is containing Lamar Jackson. Um, I think the Bills being able to contain him to not let him run gives them a better chance of a win here than the Bills trying to stop him as a passer and making him run. Um, I think this Bills defensive defensive line, you know, granted how many guys come back this week, uh, I think can do a good job of that. I think they've done pretty well. Um, against, you know, Stafford, Tannehill, and Tua um, already this year. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. But, you know, that was a that was an issue a couple of years ago. You know, Lamar faked out Matt Milano, and Milano went flying because Matt, Matt tried to stop, and, um, you know, that was an issue for this Bills defense. But I think there's a better shot now that they can are able to contain him much better. Um, and then, so second thing here is, you know, how healthy can this Bills team be? By game time, because it's I think it's going to play a huge factor, and to how well this team plays is how many guys can they get back on the squad, ready for game day, um, by Sunday, because it's going to be tough. Um, You know they just they lost so many guys last week, and it's just you didn't you don't think to you don't expect that many losses of players that quickly. Um, you know that number you might see over a few weeks, and you know of a season, not one game. I, mean, That's I, just, I, think I
0: think I I'm gonna try and find the tweet of like what injuries happened during that game.
1: It was yeah because I know I retweeted
0: it, it and talked about it a little bit because it was just um, obnoxious.
1: Right, it, it was absolutely insane. Um, and then I think last thing is this, just looking for more balance on offense um like ken dorsey please just give us more balance like we need some run game to give josh allen the the you know the break that he needs on that team on the, on the offense um like the bills did what they wanted for the most part against the Dolphins, except score except win and um that was that was tough. So I'm just really looking for a balanced offense here. I really want to see Singletary and Moss and Cook just have a day. Like let these guys just eat. Um, which it could be possible with the with the weather. So that'll be uh something to keep an eye on for sure. Um so those are my three my three main things to watch. Um, and other points here, speaking of the offense. Um are we ever are we gonna see more Dawson Knox? <laughs> like, he was, like,
0: Josh's go Didn't the man guy. just sign an extension, too? Like, what are we he, doing?
1: Like, I feel like it's just weird. Like, they're just not targeting him. Um, I mean, Dawson probably has a concussion because of the hit he took that didn't get flagged uh, against Dolphins. Like, literally crowned helmet onto the front front of the face mask there and, like, snapped his head back. Like, And it was a
0: blindside hit, not to mention. So, right. like, defenseless receiver, maybe? Like, yeah. something.
1: It's weird because the like, officials uh, officials aren't calling defenseless receiver, I feel like this year, because right? 'Cause they're just like, nah, it, try better. <laughs> I mean Try like, not being defenseless. Like what do you <laughs> <right. laughs> ever think about that? <laughs> so I'm just I'm like looking for more draws and knocks here. That's my uh, kind of my other point. And then uh favorite bet, I'm gonna say Bill's minus three.
0: Bill's minus three. On the road
1: mm-hmm.
0: in Baltimore. Oh yeah. Favorite Brett's bet segment brought to you by Bet US. You can go to Bet US and bet on sports. And if you make your first deposit with promo code OOTF, because I haven't changed it yet, OOTF, you get 125% deposit bonus. Yeah, Bet US, any state. It's a really cool, uh, you know, and it's Canadian based. So yeah, any any state, wherever you are, Bet US. There you go. Plug. uh our <laughs> other game that we got heading into week four is the seahawks at the detroit lions who Spicy. are in fact four and a half point favorites at home
1: that is surprising
0: it's really not
1: <laughs> it, it's really it, it, not to me it just seems to me it <laughs> seems surprising because it's the lions right like the, I think the Lions still have that stigma of, like, yeah, they're going to do Lion things, but they're not. Like, the Lions are a very intriguing team this year. They did they lose last weekend?
0: They did lose, I think, by three points to the Vikings. I think that okay. was the 27-24 game I was thinking of.
1: Oh, okay. But they, they, they crushed the Commanders, it seemed like.
0: 28-24, four-point loss. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, everyone's crushing the Commanders, to be fair.
1: <laughs> so it'll be interesting it's a uh, yeah I'm, I'm kind of excited for that game
0: I mean this is why at the beginning of the season I it was like my really big hot take was the Lions win the division you mm-hmm. know I like if you foresee the Vikings still Vikinging and the Packers falling apart with everything going on there the Vikings maybe right. just or the, the Lions maybe just swoop in and whoo, there you go division winners
1: they're yeah. probably a little
0: ways away from that I guess but
1: probably a little bit
0: Overall, this team has been electric. And I think they probably beat the Vikings if Amon Ross St. Brown, the sun god, does not get hurt. Uh, he couldn't finish the game, as far as my knowledge goes. And DeAndre Swift was a little beat up heading into this game in the first place. So yeah. they weren't at full strength. Maybe they win the game if they are. But who knows at this point? I don't really care about that. But, uh, the,
1: I'll say the Seahawks are going to have to watch out for uh, Jamal Williams and his reading hips.
0: You know, j- Jamal Williams got flagged for the hip thrusts.
1: Too many times, bud. Too many times.
0: Yeah, like two is the limit. I think he went for four. Like, that's just like, I'm surprised you weren't ejected. Right. Like, children watch this sport, Jamal. Please. (laughs) My God. Think of the children. uh they this offense just went on a streak that just got snapped last week of like what was it it was scoring 35 plus points in six straight games I think it was yeah I mean that's insanity putting up right. that many points on a consistent basis and they didn't mm-hmm. score 35 last week but it was still 24 I mean that's a I mean that's right. that's a good number still um and th- this is the point of where I say this is why the Seahawks are going to get absolutely mollywopped our defense is not built to stop a, <laughs> a, an offense that has been this proficient. We're just not. I mean, we just, right. got, we just got curb stomped by Cordell Patterson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Marcus Mariota. <laughs> All right. And that, that's not an offense that most people are scared of. This is the Lions with DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, the Sun God, Jared Goff, uh, TJ Hawkinson. They have the pieces, and they've obviously shown it by putting up that many points on a consistent basis. The Seahawks are the worst defense in football. Mm. Maybe in a long time they've been the worst <laughs> defense in football for their place. It's not good. This game can very easily get out of hand. Um, if, the, if the Seahawks' offense wants to you know, do what they did last week, you because know, the, the Lions' defense still gives up a lot of points, too. So if the Seahawks offense wants to kind of keep that train going, maybe we can compete. But at the end of the day, the Seahawks are one. Whatever the Lions team total is, maybe that should have been my favorite bet. I have a different one. But maybe whatever the Lions team total is, probably take the over on that. That's what I would do. Maybe I'll look that up later and tweet it out for you all. Um, so that's just kind of basically where I'm at with this game. I have, it's, it's amazing that we're going to have a matchup with the Lions, like you said, and we're going to get mollywhopped. <laughs> but you know it's it's hard to yeah like it's hard to brush off that stigma. But the Lions right now are not a terrible right. football team. Uh, my three no. things I want to watch for here: I want just I want more Tariq Woolen. I want this guy to be tested and tested and tested. I want this guy forged by fire. All right, because Tariq Woolen's gonna be like the, the guy on defense. I think. So far, he's mm-hmm. been amazing. So I want this guy following Amon Ross St. Brown. I want him on him all game. I just, I just want to see what he can do. I want to see if you can follow a guy, put a guy in an island, and take him out of a game. I need this guy tested because he's going to be an anchor on this right. defense, I feel like. Um, and the second thing here, the pass rush. Pete Carroll acknowledged that the pass rush sucks which is shocking cuz he doesn't like to say a lot of negative things but he acknowledged that yeah it's been bad. Um, so he said they're going to sw- some switch some things up here on the defensive line for this game not knowing what the result of that's going to be. It's it's hard to know, you know. We don't if it's going to be positive changes or negative changes. It's hard to get worse, mm-hmm. so I mean it has to be positive I'd like to think. But they need to get to Goff. We have seen through Goff's entire career that if you can get to him he falls apart. If The faster you can sack Goff, the better. Because he just does not like pressure. So I'm going to need some blitzes. I'm going to need to get there with four guys. I'm going to need pressure on Goff. And Last but not least, going back to the offense, who is our wide receiver three? I mean, maybe we don't need one. We have Tyler Lockett. And we have D.K. Metcalf. And then for the first time in Seahawks history, we're getting the tight ends involved. Noah Fant, Will Disley, Colby Parkinson. It's really nice to see because we have three great tight ends. I mean, our tight yeah. ends could be the offense. Screw wide receivers. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. That's fine. But every team needs a third wide receiver at the end of the day.
1: Yeah.
0: Who is this supposed to be? Godwin made a couple of plays. Penny Hart went in there for a couple of plays and actually caught a ball while Tyler Lockett was down injured. Uh, and then we still got some. We, there's that guy, he's on IR. So, actually, those are the only two other options really right now. <laughs> it's, it's Penny Hart <laughs> and Goodwin. Godwin. So, I mean. Marquis Goodwin, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's just not really a true number three, and I want to see someone emerge. I just want someone consi- someone else consistently catching footballs. Because Lockett and DK can't get like ten, twelve, fifteen targets a game, they're gonna die out there. And as we saw, Tyler Lockett took a nasty right. hit last weekend. Like it damn near killed him. You know, Tyler Lockett's an old man. All right, he's getting up there. He can't he's be taking been around for a while. Yeah, he can't be taking big hits, and he's a small guy. So I mean, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's take it easy on Tyler. All right, that's that's what I'm saying. How um, long?
1: How long was Doug Baldwin in the for Hawks? Yeah, he was oh, there yeah. for a
0: while, but it seemed like he retired early. Um, yeah. I, I'm going to find out because I want to. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Let's see here. He was with Laka the Seahawks like... for seven seasons from 2011 to 2018.
1: Wow.
0: Two-time Pro Bowler, NFL receiving touchdowns co-leader in 2015, and Super Bowl champion. Hmm. 5'10", 192 pounds.
1: Yeah. He yeah, was him such Laka a good... Were...
0: God, he was so good.
1: So, such small receivers that they knew how to get down the field.
0: They just they knew how to get open. They are such good route runners. Ugh, mm-hmm. I miss him so much. I love Doug. Might be one of my top, like, five favorite wide receivers of all time in Seahawks history. Love Doug. Do the Dougie. Um, <laughs> aside from Lions team total over whatever that number is, the other yeah. bets I had down was a Jamal Williams anytime score. Because DeAndre Swift is still banged up. I don't even know if he's gonna play in this one. Right. Jamal Williams has been electric the mm-hmm. first couple of weeks. So I think he stays electric because Cordell Patterson just rushed for like 140 yards and a touchdown. Why can't Jamal Williams? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then I actually have the Lions spread at four and a half. I'm I'm good with that. Nice. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with the Lions beating That's them so cool. by like fourteen. So it get Get the get the uh, you know the odds you know get into the plus Terry, like plus one fifty bump that number up to six and a half you know yeah make some money here so that's there you go the segment brought to you by Bet US use Bet US for sports gambling um all right <laughs> so I believe that's that I mean, that's kind of the show right we got to clear the room yeah. got any grievances
1: no I don't think so okay
0: I I, I got everything off my chest I think. What, is this podcast really just that? Is this podcast just so we can air our grievances about our football teams? <laughs> I feel like that's what it's turned into.
1: That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> and hopefully people <laughs>
0: enjoy listening to us air grievances and talk about football.
1: Maybe <laughs> I feel like it's pretty good. You know, we We're talking
0: fun. about some pretty good stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, w- I forgot to do this. I was going to bring up some team stats just for fun. Uh, for the you know for the Bills and Ravens they're both a- uh, Bills average thirty points a game Ravens thirty three uh, but the Ravens allow twenty five point seven while the points allowed for the Bills is only twelve.
1: Yeah, but
0: so I mean Ravens are gonna have a hard time scoring, but they do have an electric offense so they could potentially especially with all the injuries for the Bills. We'll right. see that number change probably for the for the Bills, and then here you go it's. <sighs> For the Seahawks and Lions, <laughs> the points per game, the Lions are averaging 31.7, while the Seahawks are averaging 15.7. Oof.
1: A little bit of a difference there.
0: Uh, but they are allowing less points at 23.3, and the Lions are allowing 31.
1: So The Lions are putting up with their them. So
0: I mean, the Seahawks have the potential to score a couple points this week. It's not impossible. Mm-hmm. But I still have the Lions in this one for sure. Thank you for all of, all of you for tuning in to episode six of Fans of the Weeks. Whether you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform or watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, favorite it, like it, comment on it. Whatever you want. It's 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 called free will, and you have it. We just appreciate if you oh, use yeah. that free will to support the stream or the podcast or the whatever you're on. Much appreciated, as always. Mm-hmm. These are your hosts, Derf. And Dylan. Go Hawks! Go Bills!